Well, hello and welcome to this episode of Dallas Christian College's Leadership Podcast. I'm your host, Scott Spees. I'm the Director of Advancement here at Dallas Christian College. And we're continuing in our series of podcasts that look at current topics and events that are shaping our society, the world of education, and particularly the church. And today, we're going to be talking about uh, events and topics that have shaped literally the other side of the world. And so we're glad that you have joined us uh, for another episode of our podcast. And today I'm here with a good friend of mine, a uh, missionary from Guatemala, uh, Senora Joy Green. And we are so glad Senorita, that, please. <laughs> we are glad that she's here along with the voice of the DCC Leadership Podcast, Mr. Mark Worley, the Vice President of Institutional Advancement <laughs> here. And today we've got the privilege, Joy's on home, uh, at home uh, on a furlough, and uh, we've invited her to come in and we're going to have just a uh, interesting discussion on leadership and when God calls you to do something that maybe you weren't expecting. And I know that, uh, Joy, that's been a big part of your more than 25 years now at uh, Guatemala. And uh, both Mark and I have had the opportunity to take groups from the college down the air. A good friend of mine, Brent Berger, he and I came down Mm -hmm. and visited when you uh, celebrated the 10th anniversary of your school. And uh, we've just had a really good relationship with the college Mm -hmm. and uh, your ministry down there. So I'm going to turn it over to Mark, and we want to hear just a little bit about your story, and hopefully it will be an encouragement to those who are listening today uh, to follow God's leading when a lot of times it may not lead where you were expecting. Exactly. But first of all, I do want to say congratulations to DCC on 75 years. 70. Oh, 70? 70? Oh, so sorry, 70. <laughs> 70 years. I'll come back in five years and congratulate there we go. you. Yeah, yeah, 75, there we go. Yeah. Exactly. Well, welcome, Thank Joy. Glad, Thank you. Glad Thank you're you. uh, sitting in with us. I know it, it, this is uh, stretching. Yes, <laughs> it is. This is really stretching. <laughs> Well, you know, I, I've been uh, I've been at uh, in Guatemala, San Ramundo, uh-huh. a, a bunch of times. I, I somebody yeah. asked me how many times I, I couldn't figure it out. Yeah. Uh, but we've really enjoyed being over at the school, and not only that, but uh, touring the hospital that's yep. there. And so I, I've always loved to hear you share your story about how that happened. Now, you you were a student at, at Dallas Christian College. Oh, many years ago. I got thinking about that, and I think I was here in 85 and 86. Okay. And then you went into nursing. I was two years old, okay. (laughs) Child prodigy. Yes. And then you went into uh, nursing. No, I was already a nurse. Oh, you already? Yeah, I was already a nurse. All right. Yeah, I graduated from nursing school at St. Philip's College in San Antonio, Texas. Okay. And I lived, I mean, I worked at uh, Northeast Baptist Hospital for three years in San Antonio and then moved up here. My brother and sister were attending DCC at that time. Uh, Mark. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. Mark and Dana and David and Dorcas. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, Mark actually married one of my girls that was yeah. from Midland, Texas. Yeah, Dana we need to talk about that. I, I like her a lot. And I do, too. So, <laughs> well, I don't just like her. I love her. Yeah, so. well, I do, too. So, uh, okay, so you went down to, uh, how did you get to Guatemala? I mean, from San Antonio to Dallas to okay. Guatemala. <clears throat> My parents were missionaries. That's how they got me, is that they were studying Spanish to go out to the mission field when they adopted me. And actually, they were missionaries in Guatemala, uh, but that was up in the northern area. But in 1976, when we were still living here in Kansas, 
uh, the earthquake happened that pretty much destroyed all of Guatemala. Yeah. Well, about a week later, Dad and my brother Mark went down to San Raimundo, Guatemala. Now, how they made connections with IDES, International Disaster Emergency Service, and with different professors from Colegio Bíblico. Okay, yeah. so that's where they were, were in San Raimundo, Guatemala. So they went down, and then Dad decided, okay, we need to go back and help with the reconstruction. So we lived in San Raimundo for about, I think it was three to six months, something like that. Wow. And now, so, yeah, just, just let our listeners know uh, Colegio Biblico is down at Eagle Pass, yes, Texas, and they it's a Bible college that yes. trains up. Uh, Latin American yes. uh, lead, church leaders. Yes. So, okay, you were, you were there. Go down to Guatemala for three to six months, and then... Uh, yeah, Mom and Dad thought that we would be going back into the mission field, but it just didn't happen, so came back to the United States. That's then when I went and studied nursing. I lived in San Antonio three years, then came up to Dallas and yeah. lived 10 years and attended DCC. And then I started the church where I was going and am a member of, uh, started working with the youth group. And I fought becoming a missionary a long time. Why is that? Why is that? Because I was raised around missionaries. And I was like, no, I did not want to be like them. Why? Really? Yeah, yeah. (laughs) In my mind, missionaries lived one way and taught another way. Mm. And so I thought, in my mind, all missionaries were liars. Oh, yeah, okay. Because I saw how they were in their private life, and then I saw how they were in front of church, and I was like, no. Yeah. So you wound up? Yeah, it was during a youth trip. Took the kids, and it was during the trip. Something finally snapped within me, but I still fought it. And I was like, no. No. And so I asked my brothers and sisters to pray with me. I didn't tell them what about. I just said, I need prayer on guidance. And then things just started to happen that, yes, I was to go. One of the biggest is where I worked. There were four women that worked there. One was Presbyterian. One was a Southern Baptist. The other one was a deemed uh, Jehovah's Witness. And the other one was an atheist. They sat me down and they said, we can tell you are trying to make a hard decision. You have enough sick time and vacation time. Go down and see if this is what you're supposed to do. Wow. And so I did. And I went to Honduras. Nothing happened there. Went and visited a friend in San Raimundo, Guatemala, who was Lori Penny. Yeah. And I said, hey, can I stop by and say hi? And oh, by the way, do you need a nurse? And she goes, you know, we've just had this doctor who is a Christian doctor graduate. I'm sure he would like to have someone working with him. And that was Dr. Ramiro Cojon. Yeah, you know, it's really interesting, Joy. You know, when you were hesitant to talk about missionaries, well, I had the same experience. I never wanted to go into any kind of ministry because I, I just saw Mm-hmm. In my mind, I saw hypocrisy yeah. In, yeah. in ministry, and I was like, oh, that's not going to be me. So, uh, you know, uh, and you're not. Uh, you know, I really appreciate, I really appreciate uh, your attitude of what you're doing because uh, it's not, it's not uh, what you had described as far as missionaries being one way and Exactly. Way. In fact, when I went down, I told the church, 
my home church that I was going to go for down for two years to help build a clinic and then I would be back. <laughs> yeah, all right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so <clears throat> so you, you worked with the doctor, you worked with Lori. Yeah. Uh, I mean, what, what the listeners may not know is that, that you do all what kinds What is really of, happening? <laughs> yeah, you do a massive amount of medical clinics. Yeah. Uh, how many yeah. weeks uh, a year? Uh, it's between 8 to 10 clinics a year. Okay, and, and you bring in doctors from all over the world. Doctors, dentists. Mm-hmm. And they work in a variety of different areas. Like, uh, right. I, I know there's... Uh, plastic surgery, but there's also there's orthopedics, there's general, there's yeah. OBGYN, yeah. there's ENT. Like I said, we have the dental team that comes in yeah. that can do extensive, extensive work, and yeah. And so you lead in that. So how, how did mm-hmm. how did that that part happen? We'll talk about the school here in a minute, but how did that part happen? <laughs> okay, I am part of the association. It's called uh, Asociación Médica Quirúrgica which is Medical Surgical Association down there. Dr. Cajon is the president. I am technically the treasurer, but I do work, being that I am a nurse, especially in the surgical area, um, I kind of, yeah, help out in the operating room. And uh, so I'm kind of working with doctors and nurses, and, um, yeah, at times that can be interesting because, I, as I tell them, I am just a nurse. And but yet I have several. Some t- <laughs> okay, for the listener, she is not just a nurse. Let me tell you, uh, she is large and in charge when it, when it comes to. Well, the- as some of them said I have made some doctors cry <laughs> <laughs> because I am also the patient's advocate. You know, and so there are times when it's like, look, this patient really needs the surgery. Yes, we may be up until ten o'clock, eleven o'clock, midnight operating but it is worth it especially if they have traveled over seven hours to get there yeah yeah there's so much more to that part but we're looking primarily at the leadership part but let me let me just say there may be a medical doctor Mm -hmm. nurse somebody who's listening to this podcast that may want to say hey how would I get involved in this and how, how would they do that um a lot of it the communication is through me uh, so you can email me. Yeah, we'll we'll put all that. Yeah, information okay, thank you. On, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Thanks. So, okay, so so you're doing this medical thing. That's uh, it's more than a thing. You're doing this medical mm-hmm. uh, mission, uh, which is pretty much your comfort zone. I mean, uh, very much my comfort zone. Yeah, but then. Yeah, then. (laughs) Well, let me explain. Okay. When I first went down, Doc Cajon was still working in another area, another uh, city in the morning. So I had my mornings free because I would work with him and then in the afternoon. So at one of the local churches, some of the parents came and said, can you come and teach Bible classes on the front porch? I was like, yeah, I can do that. So I went out and started with about six kids on somebody's front porch. Well, then later uh, they started asking me, can you do ABCs and one, two, threes? And I said, no, I am a nurse. I am not a teacher. Well, they kept pushing and I kept pushing back. And finally, to prove them wrong, (laughs) I said, fine, this is what we will do. And so, yes, I started, you know, I even asked different people, how do I teach? You know, well, 
now, yeah. <laughs> you know, so now many you years have a later. School of uh, about 300 and. No, it's over 260 students, okay. uh, ranging ages four to sixth grade. Okay. I have about 25 people working out there. Yeah. And yeah. Every time I've heard you share, it's like, <laughs> what am I doing here? And no, no, there are still times I sit there and it's like, where did this come from? Uh, how did this happen? And I still like thinking of myself that, like I said one time with the little kids, they see me watering the plants. And so they think that's my job. And that is my job. Yeah. I don't like being but talk, talk a little bit about the timeline. So you were at Central Christian Church in Richardson. Yes. And that's where I was as well. Yes. And you left in the summer of 1995. Yes. To go. July, and, July 5th, 1995. Yeah, and I was home on a furlough. I remember some of our discussions about what you were getting ready to do and yeah. all that. Okay, but the school... We celebrated your 10th anniversary in, I want to say, 2018. Is that right? I think so. Okay. So, but, well, that was, we celebrated 10 years of being a legal school. Okay. I had started the school literally uh, the year that I went down, 95. Okay. But I did not want it to grow, and I wanted it to stay small. And I, so being just pre-K, I could do it without doing any paperwork. But then it was in, uh, I want to say 2004 or five is when I felt, okay, God is saying it is time to make it legal. And so I threw it out. Hey, I think I'm supposed to be buying property and that's it. Did not think anything of it for a couple of years until my forwarding agent said, do you realize how much money you have in your account? And I was like, no. And then, yeah. Well, Joy, it's 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 amazing to me about how God uses us uh, in ways that we never even think possible. I mean, I look back over my life, and I was like, what what was God thinking? Mm -hmm. You know, and, and I, I again, we've taken groups, and by the way, uh, you've had interns uh, mm -hmm. at at the the uh, Rainbow. Uh, Connection Church, you've had um, uh, groups come in. We've come in mm -hmm. a bunch of times. We've had teacher training seminars. Yes. Uh, Caroline Worley, yeah. uh, the head of the education department here, has come, and she's a rock star there. Yes. Uh, I'm just like... Well, you're uh, a rock star also because you're the magic man. <laughs> <laughs> Makia! <laughs> yeah, uh, I, I wish uh, people could have been there to see. When oh, I, when I, when he I, loves telling the story. When I, when I did my <laughs> uh, my very first magic trick, which uh, okay, I I, I did That's magic, so but she thought, yeah, she was thinking, she was interpreting for me. Yes, I and was. And she was like, oh, he blew the trick, and that was the whole point of the trick. You know, it's just. A, I to, fell into his trap. She fell in, and man, when I revealed the when I revealed the trick, she just about passed out. That I was did. so fun. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay, so <clears throat> you, you've been uh, a, a leader, a really strong leader. When, I, when I've been there, I've seen uh, strong leadership with your teachers at the school, in the hospital. Um, I think it's interesting, uh, Joy, how God calls us sometimes, and we're not even aware that he's calling us. So when did you realize, you know, I think God really has his hand in this. Oh, wow. That's, that's, you know, that is really hard because if you ask my mom, 
she will say God had his hand on me from when I was born and how I got adopted. And uh, to this day, she goes, we, you know, we realize God had plans for you. Now, am I still looking at that? Yeah, because I, you know, I didn't want the school. But God obviously said yes. I didn't want to be the leader at the hospital, and God said yes. Um, I just wanted, as Mom said when I was a little girl, my whole thing that I wanted to be growing up was putting the stickers on the Chiquita bananas. That was my (laughs) goal in life. And so this is a far, far stretch. You you know, I've I've seen statistics of uh, missions, and I I think it's interesting that uh, women are uh, seem to be the the predominant ones who are in missions. They really? they just are. Yeah, it's hmm. it's interesting. And uh, you, you you're a single woman in mm-hmm. in missions. How mm-hmm. how does that work? I mean, is that is that a scary thing for you? Is is leadership no. there? No, that well, okay. When I first went down, yes, I had a lot of. Um, how could I say this that well I had people even ask me how can you function because you don't have a head you know meaning the man is the head of the household and I just kind of laughed it off and but they were being very serious but God put people in my life who helped me and uh like Doc Cajon uh some of his family I'm very very close with all the family but now after 25 years people are seeing you know she is functioning. She is doing stuff. The school is probably one of the most recognized and most sought after yeah. uh, there because our lines every year get longer. Um, but it, yes, it has taken time to prove, you know. So, so you came here to Dallas Christian College. Mm-hmm. Uh, did 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 going to? I mean, getting some background in in a Bible college did that help oh, you? Oh yeah, oh yeah. How did that help you? Uh, just studying the Bible, knowing the Bible, knowing the stories, you know, knowing, I mean, everybody always talks about the Old Testament, but the New Testament, there's so much their information there on leadership, as you're, you're, you want to say. And yes, that did help prepare. That's awesome. But I a think. lot of, but a lot of my preparation also came from watching other Christ, strong Christian women in the church. Yeah. Yeah. That really helped me. Just watching them, how they uh, taught, lived, friendship, you know, that kind of stuff. That really, yeah. I think one of the things I've observed when I've been down there, and you talk about, I mean, obviously the Latino culture, the Hispanic culture, is is a lot, many times male-dominated oh, yeah. and male-strong. Mm-hmm. Uh, and where you have excelled is that as a servant leader, mm-hmm. you have... In, in effect, proving yourself, and I know you have in your community. I, I've mm-hmm. been so impressed with the, you know, the WhatsApp updates that I get, where you, your teachers all, you know, the the, the meals that were, were taken out to people, yeah. especially during the pandemic, mm-hmm. the last five six months. Of many schools, of course, they weren't meeting in person for classes. They were they were teaching, but your your teachers came together and you served the community of San Raimundo. And yeah. and that says a lot that you're you're uh, you know your marching band participating in community parades and all. When we got to mm-hmm. be down there a couple of years ago mm-hmm. for uh, you know Guatemalan Independence Day, I'll never forget that <laughs> and, and just the fun. But realizing that the Rainbow Connection School 
in San Raimundo is recognized as a leader in the community, and and that, you know, goes to your leadership as well. But I think uh, as opposed to having a position because you're either a man or you have a title, you have proven yourself in in earning your position as a servant leader, and I I really recognize that. Yeah, you know, know, I've told a a lot of people, Joy, uh, it's if taking trips to Guatemala, you know, you you alluded to Lori uh, Nee, Lori Penny Nee, Mm -hmm. and uh, it was always so incredible to see two strong women leaders Mm -hmm. who were making an impact, not only, frankly, not only in San Ramundo, but Mm -hmm. in all of Guatemala. And that was just so impressive to me. And when you see the power of what uh, not only women, but but, but just Christians will do if they if they if they follow Christ's calling. Well, that's I think that's part of it is that. Actually, everything goes way back to how you were raised also. You know, I was raised in a Christian home. I uh, went to, came here to DCC, got the, you know, instilled in me, put Christ first. And that's what we do at the school. We pray together as a team. We teach the kids to pray. We, you know, uh, the parents know how we pray. And just, you know, doing our civic morning of doing the Christian flag, the Bible, and all of that. So, yeah. Yeah. So I, I don't know how we're uh, doing on time here, but, oh. uh, <laughs> but you know, how is it work? I want to go back to uh, just real quick working with the doctors. Yeah. Now, you, you they come from where? I, I mean, they come from here in the U.S., but they also come from Italy and. Oh, we've had them come from Italy, Brazil, um, all over the U.S., California, New York, mainly mm-hmm. Texas. But OK, but now doctors are known for. You know, sometimes being prima uh, donnas. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Wow. You. She said she, that. She, she completed said that it. sentence pretty quick. <laughs> so how is it uh, working with with the doctors? Oh no, they look. This is they. It's interesting. God sends the right ones, the right time to do the right surgeries, mm-hmm. and so it is already in them that they are there to help. You know, we've only had maybe one or two cases where yes, we've had to sit down and say, hey. You do realize where you are. You do realize what you're doing. And so yeah. shape up or. Uh, Joy, I, you know, I, I've, I've called uh, Guatemala like Missions 101. Mm-hmm. It, it's, it's an easy trip to make. Uh, oh, especially down, down there yeah, because from, of the. Yeah, from Dallas yeah. area. Mm-hmm. And it, you guys do such a great job of keeping everybody safe and good food mm-hmm. and all of that kind of thing. So uh, if, if somebody wants to to do medical missions, mm-hmm. it's the place. Yes. If they want to do education or work with children, yes. it's the place. Mm-hmm. Or if they want to uh, build a house, uh, we have a Yes, a Casas there. por Cristo. Casas por Cristo, mm-hmm. or one of our alums, David mm-hmm. Robertson works. If, I mean, if, if they want to do any kind, it's like amazing place in San Ramundo for people to go and serve. And so you welcome groups. Oh, yes, it, yes. Yeah. Yeah. And, and your school runs uh, kind of, it's, it's a different, it, it runs through the summer. Well, um, the school year, yeah. it starts in mid-January and goes straight through until mid-October. Right. That's the school year. So people can do uh, summer mission trips. They can do uh, 
medical trips, mm-hmm. and we'll put all of that information on, on our website. Mm-hmm. But, uh, wow, thank you for what you're doing. Yeah, no, thank you guys. You guys are you guys are doing a great job here too, because you are getting your planting seeds to help people get prepared to go out. Yeah, yeah, whether here or international. Yeah, yeah absolutely, fantastic. Well, I, I was I couldn't help but think as you were talking. You know, we we introduced this as as focusing on leadership, but I really think more importantly, it's focused on calling. Yes. And so if you're listening today and, and you know that God is calling you to do something for his kingdom, and it may be very much like Joy back in the late 80s and early 90s, you knew you were going to be doing something, you just didn't know what, what? yet. Yes. And even when you got to your location, what you were doing changed. So uh, the mission statement for Dallas Christian College is we educate and mentor students to be people of influence, engaging in their calling. To the work of Christ in the church and in the world. And I can't think of a better way to illustrate that than what we, we got to hear today from our missionary and good friend, Joy Green. So thank you all for joining us. We hope you'll uh, check out other episodes of our podcasts that are on uh, online there. And of course, check out the, the information and the links below. And if you want to reach out and, and contact Joy directly, you can do that. But thank you for joining us. Always, if you want more information about the college, you can find that at www.dallas.edu. Thank you for joining us and have a great day.